What's up, everybody? This is Monica. And Angel. And you are listening to the, the KG Worship Corner. Yo! Welcome back! Welcome back. It's season two. We miss y'all. KG Worship Corner. We are here. We're excited about a new season. It's a new season for KG Worship Corner, but it's definitely a new season for just the people of God in general. So I'm excited about that. It's 2020, which is the craziest thing in the world, right? No weird prophetic words about seeing clearly. (laughs) The saints ain't seen clearly last year, so, you know. They ain't gonna see clearly this year either, but anyway. Well, I mean, I guess the, uh, the wildest thing about the reality of 2020 is that, like, Back in like 1995 or something, maybe in 2000, I don't know, but somebody made a movie called 2020. Really? Or like when we we're in the 90s, people were thinking like, we'll never live to 2020. And, <laughs> and here Jesus, we are. And Jesus is gonna come back. But you know, people don't <laughs> know what they're talking about. Wrong again. No man knows the day nor the hour. So today, we have uh, yes. some guests on the show, and we are excited yes. about a couple of members from Cadence. Generation, we got Joy and Karen. Represent, yeah. So, our topic for today topic for today, we're talking about stillness. Stillness, it's a part of the process of worship, of true worship in spirit and in truth. It's a part of preparation for the service of God, and so we want to get into this conversation because we want to really challenge ourselves this year to level up absolutely and we've we've been uh saying that to one another like we got to level up and I've, I've challenged the team i've said that to our team like we have to get ourselves into a place where god can truly use us every time and we're not missing a beat right. and so the uh the thing that god kind of brought out when we were talking about this a couple weeks ago is just that uh the first thing that we have to do it's be still. It's be still. Easier said than done. <laughs> Easier right. said than done. So Monica presented to the team about a week and a half ago in rehearsal that for one week, for 20 minutes a day, we would be still. Not praying, not speaking in tongues, not listening to worship music, just cutting everything off and being still for 20 minutes. Set your alarm clock and do it for 20 minutes. So each of us, some of us did it, some of us didn't. <laughs> some of us made it through. But we got our girls here and they're going to share with us their um, testimonies. And we want everybody just to be real about what their experience was like. Yeah. So, Joy, you can go first and share with us what your experience was like. I guess. Um, okay. We go. Okay, so my experience was hard because, um, okay, so my problem is I fall asleep so easily. <laughs> no, no matter like what position I, I'm in, I just fall asleep. But, <laughs> but I only did it for three days though, so I mean, <laughs> I, it wasn't no success at all. <laughs> but I'm a, okay, I'm gonna be honest, I'm gonna try this. This week I'm gonna try it and I'm gonna let y'all know how it goes. Okay. Okay, so that's that's my plan. I ain't gonna All fall right. asleep. Alright, so wait. Wait, oh, no, don't rush. <laughs> don't rush. Yeah. Let's, you get anything. Yeah, let's not count it out. Out of it. Okay, yeah, I got okay. 
I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna take this. Okay. Before I fell asleep. Okay. okay. Before I fell asleep. Um, so like the Lord was showing me, um, like more of myself and who I am and, um, <laughs> that's so funny, of who I am and like what he has planned for me, like in ministry and different things like that. And so like, okay, so I'm just, I, look, I'm on side of that. I'm just like, just being still and like listening to what he's saying. Like I write stuff down, like I like to write. So I write it down and like, you know, just, just, I'm like, what's the word? Like I'm just holding, like just grabbing everything, what he says mm -hmm. and taking it. And so I was amazed, I was like, it's amazing because I feel sweet. <laughs> <laughs> So but at the second, like it was awesome. Yeah. So so let me just interject there because um, you know, she started off counting it out as a as a failure, but right. I always believe if you, I mean, some people didn't do it. So <laughs> every step counts. Every step counts, Absolutely. right? And so um, really, I've seen the value in finding that moment, right? And so. No matter how short it is, mm -hmm. the the point is that you found that moment. And if you can return to that point and then learn how do I always get here and then how do I stay here, you'll, I mean, you're going to be onto on something. You're going to yeah. be able to build on that and mature in your relationship and your fellowship time with the Lord. Yeah. And so I think that it was a good start. Like Amen. I wouldn't, I wouldn't count it out as... You know, and um, just say, man, I fell asleep. You know, it was a failure, but, but I mean, everybody has different struggles. Some people, they can just, they can just knock out and get relaxed immediately. Mm -hmm. Right. I'm not that person. Like I can't, Me <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not one of those people who can just like put my head on a pillow and pass out. <laughs> right. And so, I mean, some people are like that. And so you have that quick space and time between you stopping and going to sleep. <laughs> and if I can like put you my mind on Jesus, I'll probably hear him speaking to me. Yeah, absolutely. But if you can just start to recognize that that is something and allow, allow God to just draw you in more and more, you'll start to be able to master that any place you are. Right? So great job. Great Listen. job. Sister Karen, <laughs> we want Sister Karen to share her experience. So for me, I am the total opposite of my sister. <laughs> <laughs> I did it a couple of days, but the, I did it one day. I did it. It was before prayer that I did it. And I kind of made, I think I made it like 15 minutes, but even in the 15 minutes that I made it, it mentally, it was so much going on because mm -hmm. I'm like always on the go, always yes. doing stuff, yes. always have something to do. So it was like, I was thinking about what I was going to do after I got up. Like stuff. <laughs> <Absolutely>. <laughs> And then yeah. the other times I did it was after 3 a.m. prayer. Because I pray at 3 a.m. And so I had some time after because and it's, it's like really amazing at 3 a.m. Mm -hmm. as well when I pray. Because after I pray, it's like the Lord is like speaking to me so much. Like even to where sometimes I'll be like, 
Lord, I gotta get up at five o'clock. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm ready to sleep. Like, you know, like, I'm talking right now. People listen because I'm talking right now, but I still be like, I still wanna go sleep. Right now. <laughs> you know, but yeah, so that was my experience. I think that was like really good, mm-hmm. you know, because she kind of act like she didn't do well either. I know she would already kind of messed up before we started. No, I didn't do right. That. No, you yo, listen, wonderful. small victories matter. Absolutely. Small victories matter. Like the scripture tells us not to disregard, you know, or or belittle, or count out the small, the the insignificant, the small days, right? And because they become something so great, it's just like the mustard seed. We never want to like look at that seed and go like, what in the world can anybody do with this thing? Because it's so small and it produces a tree that is everlasting. You know, it produces something that's so strong. And if you can find that moment that you do have with God and you begin to like, like Angel was saying, just maximize that. Bring that to another level. Keep feeding off of that. Like your relationship with God is going to flourish so well. And so you you said um, you were talking about uh, just like after that morning prayer space. Mm-hmm. And uh, well, I mean, I'm, we're the same. We can, I'm, I can kind of relate to you with that because uh, that's kind of how I am. Like there's so much going on and it's more difficult for me to slow it down in the daytime than it is if I wake up really early in the morning and um just and just sit with God because when I wake up I don't have anything on my mind I'm looking at the walls like why are my eyes open (laughs) like I have no thoughts I don't even know what to start to pray like that's how blank I am (laughs) in the morning and so that's that space where God you know is talking to you because that's the space he can get out of you (laughs) it's like I can't get none of your attention during the day (laughs) <laughs> so sometimes for me it's challenging because like I'm I'm, I'm a late person to go to sleep. Like I never yep. go to bed early. Yeah. Like, so like if I go to bed at twelve o'clock and I'm getting up at two forty five to pray at three and then after I'm praying to three twenty, three thirty and the Lord won't talk to me for an hour, hour and a half. You know what I mean? <laughs> I don't know what time to sleep. Like, you know, right. So, but that's a scripture that talks about how he gives his beloved rest. And I've, I've learned that um, declaring and, and making decrees with those scriptures and speaking them into your life is the truth of his word. And it will happen uh, for you because I've had, you know, that same experience. We get home late from service and, um, and then like, I got home late from service one time this week and like, I just kept praying right after that and I prayed for a while until like midnight and then like um I woke up at like three something and you know felt like the Lord wanted me to pray again and I get up at like four forty-five, five o'clock for work or whatever and so you know I find though that when you just embrace that moment and cherish that opportunity with God he'll provide something for you that's greater than just like Oh, I need eight hours of sleep. Yeah. Like, not not when he gives you rest. Right. You know. <laughs> I experienced that when I was working overnight. Mm-hmm. When I worked overnight, Kim will come to church. Yes. I worked 7 p.m. to 7 a.m. Mm-hmm. and would not go to sleep and come to church for nine. And I would pray, Lord, keep me. <laughs> <laughs> give me strength to make it through. And he did. Yeah. He did. 
And that's, then when I would go to sleep for the little three or four hours, I'm like, Lord, make this four hours feel like eight. And he will. And he will. That's what Monica has helped me with so much in this season with the baby and working nights and doing ministry that this body is only here to obey your spirit. You know, and so like when I really grabbed hold of that, I was like, oh, legit. Like, this body don't control me. Because for so long we live under the laws that this world, you know, has taught us to live by. Like she said, eight hours, three meals a day. Certain things we just think we have to do from young. But then when you get into the laws of the spirit and what the Lord is, is just showing you in his word, you don't have to abide by that anymore. Yeah. You know, and I would find myself working a 16-hour shift, coming to church, feeling like I slept all night long. And I'm getting up there worshiping. I'm like, what is wrong with you? <laughs> you pregnant. Go sit down. <laughs> but my spirit is like all fire. You know, and I'm like, I go home and stuff. I'm like, go to sleep. I'm like, I can't. I can't. I'm just buzzing. But you know, it's not me. It's him, you know. Yeah. So, amen to that. I want to share my experience. Yeah. And then move forward. Um, me being still. First, I noticed my posture was changing. Like, like you said, mom, work, <coughs> husband always moving like never stop moving go home go to work never stop moving but it was like when I thought about the challenge it was like I am so tense and as the time went on it was like my body began to just relax like chill out you don't have to do anything for these 20 minutes then I noticed how full I was of so much stuff like you don't even have room for the Lord like he's trying to talk to me but I had so much worry so much stress so much doubt going on and I'm like this is why you can't connect to the Lord. Like, 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 it hit me like a light bulb came on. This is why it's so hard for you to get to that place that you know, like you were just sharing with us that moment because you're so full of so many other things, you know? And it's just like that whole 20 minutes, I was emptying out of junk. You know what I'm saying? Because yeah. he's like, I can't even get in there. There's yeah. no room for me. Yeah. I can't tell you nothing because you got all these different things controlling you, talking to you, consuming you. And it's like, by the time the 20 minutes came, I was like, all right, now I'm ready to pray. Like, you know, <laughs> that, out of me, but that's my experience. And it's definitely still, it still is not easy. If I can be honest, it's not like I got to day seven. I was like, man, I'm a beast at this. Yeah. I'm like, you know, I'm still like, uh, uh, calm down. Like, you know, anxiety, like, you know, but. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, it's it's a part of the process. And I think that we have to recognize that we are so used to, um, like Angel mentioned earlier, just going on autopilot when it comes to our life and ministry and Sunday morning. And um, we, we want to wake up, get dressed, rush to the church and hop on stage yes. and just start. And we forget about the process of preparation and what that truly means and what that should look like. And being still is the first part of that process, I believe. And so it's before I can even start praying, right? I can start. You can start praying if you want to, (laughs) but you'll be more successful. You'll be more effective in whatever you're going to do following that if you can quiet everything on the inside and find that place, a piece where your spirit is in control of your mind, of your thoughts, of your body, and you are able to allow the spirit of God to take over and move in you. And I think autopilot is, you know, it becomes just the work of the flesh. We know that, (laughs) right? I can get up 
I can hit the stage and I can shout, I can say all the right things, I can clap, I can sing the right song, and I can sing the right notes, and God is not in it. He's <laughs> nowhere near it, right? And we spend, you know, two, three hours in a service and have never connected with the Spirit of God. Mm-hmm. Wait, talk about that. Because it's a <laughs> lot of people going to churches or in, in church atmospheres and God is not in it. I think that has a lot to do with our culture and how people take the church as a joke. You know, don't respect churches, don't respect pastors, don't respect the house of the Lord because they're just going through the motions. And God is really not even in the midst of the atmosphere. We can, we can tell he's not there by the way people are living outside of the church. Yeah. You know, and so many different things. Let's talk about that. It's a waste of time. Legit. <laughs> what are we doing? Right? What are we doing? You can just go do something else. Like... And, and that's the realness of it, right? Like, I mean, you might as well just go do something else because it's the same thing. It's the same thing as you bringing your body into a place, but all of your insight, your spirit is completely in a totally different place. Well, you might as well have taken your body too. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> right? What are you doing here? Right, that's, that's right. That's what worship leaders feel though. Mm-hmm. That's what worship leaders feel. Amen, worship Amen. leaders. Right. When you up there and you know you in tune with the spirit and the 60 people looking Look back at you sure. like, what you doing? <laughs> Why are y'all singing? Yeah. Why are y'all talking about Jesus? Why y'all, Why y'all keep Lord. saying praise the Lord? Why, <laughs> Why you keep saying shout unto the Lord, Mr. Angel? Because that's what we came to do. <laughs> so that is the truth. If your spirit is <laughs> not here to praise the Lord, if you over there thinking about your back, You know, we talk about, you know, the Old Testament, the, it's an old covenant, and mm-hmm. but there's so many relevant things mm-hmm. in the old co- covenant. Jesus didn't come to destroy that. He came to live it out completely, yeah. right? And, and so we still um, have a responsibility to prepare ourselves for the service of God, yeah. right? I mean, it's the, when it's the Sabbath, prep, prepare yourself. The yes. Sabbath is for preparation. It yes. is for that winding down right Mm -hmm. and not getting into everything that you can think of because it's saturday right and then waking up on sunday and saying all right now i'm gonna go you know to church do my church thing Mm -hmm. and we use church as a vehicle to come and do preparation right but no you got to come ready to worship and serve god he's just entering his gates with thanksgiving into his courts with praise and so it's difficult for me to to really remember to do that when my mind is somewhere else i mean the amount of things that people have come up to me about priests a service starting it's ridiculous sometimes (laughs) like what you couldn't wait until at the service to give me this Like, you know, like they will flag you down. I say so. Sister Monica, Sister Monica, I needed to give you this. And it's just like, Crayons. not even relevant to the service. Like, <laughs> <Nope>. <laughs> just, all right. You think my soul, sister. You think, right. Heaven. What does God want today? And people's minds are just everywhere else mm-hmm. but there. And it's obvious. 
Yeah. So that 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 preparation uh, matters for two things. Not only about how I come and I show up, but my ability to remain in constant flow and movement with the Spirit of God throughout a worship service. Absolutely. And not be disconnected so easily. And also, what I've been learning is in the preparation is to like empty out yourself yes. before you get here yes. so that yes. you are able to pour into other people. Yeah. Yes. Because if you're full of stuff yourself Preach when you get here, yes. how good are you to, like what use of you good you? for anybody else? Like, yeah. That's why our worship team, we're just sharing with the um, podcast, that's why our worship team began praying on Saturday nights. And it's one of the things that our bishop teaches us is that your day starts the night before. Mm-hmm. Everybody knows that midnight is the beginning of the day, but people don't really live like that. Like your day, you, you're starting before the, the sun rises, preparing yourself for the next day. Yeah. So it's really important. One thing I did want to share mm-hmm. is that I love uh, my time with worshiping with Monica is that... Um, she is in no rush when we get started with worship. <laughs> like, I've been singing for a gazillion years before Monica, and I'm like, what is she doing? When I first came to the cathedral, I'll be like, okay, what are we doing? You know, they're looking at us, you know, but just that, even if it's just two to three minutes of just waiting on God, you know, you can feel the shift, you know, because it wasn't about a set. It wasn't about... The people are looking at us. It's yeah. about what does the Lord want, you know? And that's just something so different for me in my experience with worship. Yeah, because, I mean, I find that sometimes not singing a song in that moment could be more effective in um, connecting to the song of heaven than just singing a song. Mm-hmm. And then, just because, it's like, like it's time to sing, and I don't even really hear a song yeah. to sing right now, right? And, I, and so we just draw into God in a different way and you I mean when you are still you you're able to maintain that patience and that peace to wait upon the Lord yeah. you know and just draw near to him and so that's difficult for people because people don't like quiet space Mm-mm. a lot of people can't take quiet space it stresses them out yeah that is insane mm-hmm. and a lot of church people like that <laughs> like you it's true like you ever see the difference when you go from like up tempo song to like a slow song they're like people will be super engaged Mm -hmm. on the up tempo song and then you go to a slow song and they right or they just start finding something like to to do fidgety like (laughs) it's like that awkward space when you're like lift up something to the lord (laughs) crickets 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 what is going on right now but I, it's good that you say that because a lot of times in worship, I'll hear the Lord saying, I want them. You need to allow them to release something. Yeah. You know, because sometimes as the praise team, we're just so used to, even though we say we are cheerleaders, we end up kind of being cheerleaders, you know, trying to encourage them, trying to push them to worship. But then sometimes the Lord is like, now you pull back and allow them to release something, you know, because it's time for them to just go go forward and worship, you know, and it's... That's a training in and of itself for your church. You yeah. know, if they're so used to you just singing to them and you just doing everything, you know, that's a training of it, of it yeah. in and of itself. So one, um, there's a scripture in Job. Um, it's Job 37 and 14. Hearken unto this, O Job, stand still and consider the wondrous works of God. So that scripture is, you know, to me, 
uh, just a testament of what can happen when you truly set yourself and you be still. God will open up himself to you and you'll see truth. You'll see his glory. You'll see his wonder. A lot of times we're in such negative space. We're experiencing um, hardships of the day or things in our life that tell us um, that the promises of God are not true or they won't come to pass. It shows us an opposite reflection of what somebody prophesied to us last week. Right. But in stillness, you're able to um, to arrest every high thought, to take captive all those things mm. and put them away yeah. <laughs> into the outer darkness. And then light comes in. Now you can see the wondrous works in the hands of God that is yeah. truly working for you. Yeah. Oh, we when you were speaking just now, it was like it was like it just was super clear, a lot clearer to me that in that stillness you can identify the voices. Yes, you know because when you just ah right being mama being wife I'm cooking is like blah, blah, blah. but when you're still, I'm like shut up. <laughs> yes. Now I know for a fact that That's you. You. at first I thought it was just this and that. Now I know it's God. You know because it's all these different struggles. Am I hearing the Lord? Yeah, you're hearing Him, but you're also hearing other voices. Yeah. Now that I'm still, I can identify and I can say shut up. Now I can listen to you. Yes. You know so yes. It just was a lot clearer than me just now. So we had um Psalm twenty three. 23 and 2. He lets me lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside the still and quiet waters. Yeah, so, I mean, we just want to draw into that truth. Mm. Uh, we want to encourage everybody to draw into that truth, to uh, just allow God to call you into the green pastures and near the still waters yeah. into a place where um, you're able to be just lifted into a, a place of peace where you're able to see the wondrous works of God yeah. and understand what it is that he is doing for your life. And I, and I believe that, um, you know, earlier we mentioned, uh, you know, God asked Adam, where, where was he? Like, Adam, where are you? And I believe that God is asking us that question in a lot of instances in our life, you know, in those times of devotion where he longs to be with us and he longs to spend time with us, even on Sundays throughout a service or whenever we gather with the congregation, God's question to a lot of us is, where are you? And not where you are your physical body, but everything on the inside, your spirit. Is it here? Is it here with me? Are you present with me? Are you near me and know that I'm near you or are you somewhere else? And so we can just draw into the truth that, you know, he is our shepherd, you know, and he will cause us to lie down in green pastures and lead us beside the still waters. I believe that we'll all come to a place this year where we'll see level after level leveling up of our life in every area because we have the clarity of God. We know what to do. We are seeing the the enemy and hearing him and knowing how to shut him down and just walk into what God is calling us to. So we want to encourage you. We want to inspire you and just uh, speak the the blessing and prosperity of the Lord over your life in this year. We want to challenge you to level up and start it with with that process of being still in his presence. Amen. 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 Thank you for listening to the KG Worship Corner. If you enjoyed this podcast, be sure to like, share, and subscribe. See you next time. time.